On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, everything's off. Days off, topics off, normal seas off, but that's okay because we are reviewing Hell in a Cell. And the one thing that we can say is the tribal chief has arrived. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Quick Pop Podcast. I am a guy, uh, Ronchi Ron, and with me I have the host, uh, Ace of Spades card, that right now we're, we're doing a weird thing. Uh, this is kind of on the fly. We didn't record at our usual time. A lot of things happened. A lot of meteors hit and crashed. Uh, the Fiend came up and he gave me a, a nice cup of uh, Joe. Um, Samoa Joe. I was about um, to say, which Joe? <laughs> yeah, the Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe's, uh, was it like black coffee? Very so, black. Very black. Um, but have you tried his Muscle Buster edition? Uh, it's like so two or would, three double shots of espresso. Or, there's loads of like yeah. stuff that I want to try, but like it's not available in the store and so i'm like we need coffee and then i go get coffee and i'm like oh i could have gotten that but then you know it just rolls back around to we need coffee and then so yeah so if it's not yeah. there when i need coffee i don't think about it but yeah samojo's uh black coffee go ahead and pick it up at your local kroger randall's uh if you're in texas i believe heb carries samojo black coffee um but yeah, uh, Ace of Space Card is with us. We are recording. We are streaming this live, but not at our usual outlet. It's not on Ace of Spades Card. I'm go. I'm streaming it. Uh, I guess this is like kind of, kind of all last minute. It's kind of all last minute. Yeah, last minute, last day. I mean, that that's not to say that something wasn't going to get put out, but. Uh... You know, that the idea that we would go ahead and put two together uh, was definitely last minute. My my backup plan was to do the old school solo stuff, uh, which thankfully we did not have to worry about. But yeah, we're on a different day, different outlet, different primary host. Uh, Everything's different. We're even enjoying the crisp, cool flavor of uh, Ball's Energy Drink uh, Red Edition now with 23 flavors. Yeah, um, I have the uh, signature select uh, balls edition energy. Yeah, yeah. Also the red edition. Yeah, yeah. It's like an off-brand red, but it's still yeah. red. <laughs> yeah, my mine's just. Oh, it didn't oh. come through. It didn't come through as well as I wanted, but it was oh, there. Okay, no, you're fine. So, uh. Weekend in wrestling. We had a weekend. We had one weekend of wrestling. Well, it, it's been a week. Uh, a lot of mm-hmm. interesting things happened. But uh, as a spoiler, uh, tune in next week because some stuff's been to go down, which is why there is a particular event we are not discussing today because it will be brought up next Tuesday or when, Monday. No, wait, Wednesday. Whenever you're listening to this, that's when it will be brought up. Next Monday live. Next, next Monday live. Li- next- yeah, there you go. Live next yeah. Monday. Live next over Monday. At, over at twitch.tv slash um why did you say oh, no, no, no. it's not like we're not gonna like stream on, on your outlet? I mean, I know, but self promo for me is always a difficult uh okay, thing, then I'll say it. Twitch.tv slash ace of spades card. Don't forget the S. Yes, for the love of God. I don't know why, but like when I'm like, yeah, what's up? It's Ace of Spades card. They're like, oh, Ace of Spade card. No, there's there's it flows. Like, spades. why? Why would you even say Ace of Spade card? Because that's I, I love pulling the Ace of Spade card. <laughs> Just bap. There we go. It's I there. Got it. <laughs> it is my favorite card. <laughs> Have you heard of that song by Motorhead? Uh. <laughs> The the ace of spade, the ace of spade. Um, so when when it came to last week in wrestling, there was a couple of things. We will lightly brush up on it just because uh, the weekend was the big thing. Yeah, because yeah. they did happen. If you want to take it away. So wait, am I talking about the weekend or, or the brushing? 
Oh, just the brushing, just a light, okay. light coat, a light. So, coat. uh, AW did some stupid thing. Um, and <laughs> I can't even continue to say that with a straight face because, yeah. Um, no, there was actually a really big popular uh, AEW uh, segment. I, I forgot uh, about it. I completely forgot about it, to be honest. It, it escaped my mind. I did, too. And then you reminded me. Um, but that's because I chose to forget. It, it had a lot of talk. Uh, there was a bunch of goings on and everything. Uh, NXT, nothing too wild happened. Um, they changed up, though. I think they changed up some of the main events, though, for... Uh, Halloween Havoc, which mm-hmm. if everyone remembers, we're continuing the campaign to hopefully get the uh, pumpkin holding ghoul in some form or fashion. I don't even care if it's that Adobe After Effects nonsense. Just use it in some form or fashion. Well, the thing is that when they did in your house, they built a house. Yeah. So I'm hoping that when they if they do Halloween Havoc the way Halloween Havoc needs to be done, we're going to see a pumpkin. That's what I'm hoping, too. But, you know, like, WWE is the land of please don't get your hopes up, but... NXT is a different land, though. Yeah, that's true. It's just... I don't know. I I want to believe. I want to believe. Like, where where is the WWE, like, warehouse? It's not close to the Performance Center, is it? I think it's uh, well, is it still in Stanford. Are they is the performance center still where NXT or is they like in are they in Amway? Uh, they're not in Amway. Uh, so they renamed the performance center like uh, Capital Wrestling Center. <laughs> Patent pending. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the and uh, I think we. Oh, 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 uh, this wasn't on the list, but I definitely think it's noteworthy. Uh, Impact did their Hall of Fame stuff. Uh-huh. And The Rock showed up. Oh, well, which, uh, what is the which, boulder doing in the Impact Zone? Which is like uh, a what kind of yeah. thing. Uh, but I mean, it was for a former WWE person that he had worked with. So, I mean, it wasn't like, you know. Yeah. Look at this guy. He's promoting the other show. It was like, you know, when I knew him, he was this. And I'm glad to see he's getting like it, it was done right. I'll yeah. say this. It yeah, wasn't Rock, uh, uh, inducted Ken Shamrock into the Impact Hall of Fame. Yeah. And uh, it was done right. It, it wasn't just, you know, like, oh, shock value. It was more like just like, hey, this, this guy knew him when he was him. So it's cool. Yeah. No, I tried. Actually, I tried watching Bound for Glory on Saturday. Um, like but, tried because cable couldn't, or tried because you were like, I tried watching. Oh no, no! Uh, <laughs> like I legitimately, I was sitting at my desk, I was watching it, but then we had dinner, and we the whole family gathered around the the living room, gathered in the living room, actually had a dinner, and we watched a uh, Hubie Halloween, the Adam Sandler Halloween movie on Netflix. I haven't watched that. I oh, it's hear good. it's I, well. I've heard ranging from good to it. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, um, as long as it's like, like they're not saying it's bad because by all means, it's an Adam Sandler movie. It's an Adam it's, Sandler movie from what yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. It was a good, good, wholesome time. You heard it here first. Glowing recommendation. For I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't let your kids watch it exactly. Oh, I there were I think ever since Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler movies have been like you know maybe they they maybe they skirt they skirt the line. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely like like I was sitting there and I felt like I was making a mistake because we were letting our <laughs> our eight year old watch it and I'm, they're saying like boner and whatnot. I'm like oh. <laughs> I'm oh telling boy. you, it's it's begun. It, you get ready to embrace it. <laughs> the, the changing is upon you, Ron. Just Dude, beware. It, it, I'm having a crash course, man. I'm having I a know. crash course. It, it's beautiful. I love it. It's wholesome. Yeah. It's it's just nice to see you have to be like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have someone when that I, can relate. Because Jake, Jake's not going to re- He just got a dog, but... That's like a right. different story altogether. No curses in front of the dog. Yeah. But that's what's funny is like when I'm like, no, don't don't do that. And you're like, oh, whatever. And now you're just like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, we, we both know that I have moments of being wholesome, so I, yeah, I have some moments. It's like once a year. Um. Yeah. I mean, your daughter talked to Kermit the Frog that one time. She still talks about that. Just going to throw that out there. She's Dude, still. I'm trying to find Kermit because after the move, like, I don't know where Kermit is. Yeah, I I told her I was like, ah, oh, he moved. Uh, there, he's you know trying to get set up in his new place with some of the other gal uh, friends. So I mean, yeah, you can't really pin him down. She's like, okay, well, let me know when he's available. Yeah, <laughs> just write it down in the schedule. Uh, Kermit the Frog on this day, right? <laughs> but um, uh, Bound for Glory, I, I was catching up a little bit with it. It looked awesome. One of the biggest stories from that. Uh, unfortunately, was uh, Kylie Ray, Smiley Kylie. Uh, she was nowhere to be found uh, during uh, Bound for Glory, and she was taking on um, the Knockouts champion. Mm-hmm. And so they had to replace Kylie real quick, and the replacement ended up winning the title. And all we know is that Kylie is okay, she is fine. But there's a lot of like talk about like should she continue wrestling because um, it, what it's alluded to is like it's a mental health issue. It was entirely the reason why she stopped uh, wrestling for AEW all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so, it's crazy because like uh, like you see that ha- you see that happen, you see that go down or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, you know your first thought is like. You know, oh wow, that's n- definitely not a stunt that uh, WWE would have pulled. Yeah. Um, but then you also got to take it back and realize, well, like, well, I mean, if they were going to take off, take it off, regardless, like, they can't change that like path going in. Yeah. And then you realize that Kylie has now missed that opportunity. Yeah. But like, we all we all here hope that you know she's doing well and that she gets the help she needs and. All of oh, absolutely! You know, all, I will, all of that stuff. Yeah. No matter what brand or promotion you wrestle for, I will never root against you uh, if you are hurt, if you have to take time off for any kind of like legitimate medical reason. You know, yeah. like uh, I mean, as as kayfabe much as we talk about it, like even if Nia Jax had an issue, I'd be like, all right, yeah, take take your time. Maybe take a really long time, but take your time. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I feel that. Um, but the day, the day after is basically what we're going to be touching on. It today. was a strange day because there was like four matches, five matches. Yeah. Really, really four. One of them, I don't even know if I'd fully call it a match. Not really. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, get they, to, we'll get there. Yeah. But like on the card, there were only like four or five uh there were there were five matches that they stated on the card, and then the day of, uh, we got a six. We we got two more matches. What was uh, the? If you, oh if you oh count the yeah pre-show. yeah 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 yeah. If you count the pre-show, which okay, let's just start there. Oh, by okay. the way, yeah. uh, can we just go? I'm just gonna go ahead and say right now, this show was fantastic. We're gonna get into why, and it definitely wasn't helped by the fact that it wasn't Helena Cell 2019. Yeah, yeah. Because that was a dumpster fire. Yeah, and so they definitely looked at that and were like, "Okay, don't do that again." Yeah, um, I'll say that ah. this is the second time, like, this is the second pay per view in a row that the WWE main roster has put on where I come away from it like, "Wow, that was really good." I was I was sports entertained. So, what's interesting? As much as I hate what COVID has done to uh, like wrestling and everything that revolves around it, after a short little like shaky period at the start, within the last like what two or three pay per views, yeah, there hasn't been like it's been an overall positive experience. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, WWE has a bad tendency of ebbing and flowing with their w- their pay per views. You know, like putting all their eggs in the basket for their big major ones. And then it kind of falling off and then like going hard again. And then it kind of falling off. The last couple have been not, nothing was like top of the line. Nothing was like, this was the greatest one, but like 
I don't know. It's just the last couple, they've been consistently better. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be the term I would use is consistently better. Uh, and just straight off the bat, one of the things that I think I mentioned in a podcast weeks ago was, uh, please, the WWE or the 24-7 title is still a joke. It's yeah. going to be hard to salvage, but one of the things that you can do is actually having matches for the yeah. 24-7 title. They don't have to be technical workshops. They just need to be in the ring with moves and a pin. Yeah. And they're doing that. They're still doing the shenanigans like that people are running after him and chasing him and everything. But they're con they're consistently putting on matches for the 24-7 title. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that because no one's looking at that title like whoever won it. Ha ha. They are they they earned it. They are the strongest. Like everyone knows that, this, that title is a story piece. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's it's good that it's being treated like a title again mm -hmm. and not a gimmick. Yeah. Um especially that, considering that we don't that WWE doesn't officially count uh each of our uh, truth reigns or else he would be the literal winningest champion in all of WWE history. Yeah. But that being said, uh that kicked off the uh the kickoff show um our truth defeating Drew Gulak for the uh 24/7 yeah. championship and yeah. It just a straight up one-on-one -on -one yep. match. Like, yeah, afterwards, the, the geeks showed up. And I mean, that's going to happen. But straight up. Yeah, match. no, that worked out. It, it was it was fantastic. It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. Um, but it was a match. It was a match. Loved it. Thumbs up. Yeah, good pre-show yeah. match. And no one's expecting a lot from it. And they still deliver. Yeah. So, yeah, good pre-show match. Loved it. it um, and then now. What was really wild. Uh, is the first match that we got? Yeah, they they gave us dessert first. Yeah, like everyone was complaining about it, and they were like, "Oh, I don't know if I would have led that that because you know everyone's got to follow that." I'm okay with receiving my dessert first. Yeah, and plus, if you're not gonna be on last, you you're gonna be the first one on. You set the tone, and I think that itself helped this. Uh, Help this pay-per-view. Uh, kicking off with uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in an I Quit Hell in a Cell match. Not only was there one stipulation, there were two stipulations. So well, I, there was there was the Hell in a Cell, yeah, and the I Quit. I was like, I never really think about Hell in a Cell as a stipulation. I, to me, it's always been like just a framing thing. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Because yeah. my thing is like Hell in a Cell. It's just disqualified, no disqualifications, no DQs, all that jazz, just with, you know, confined. Yeah. Uh, this. This was this, a masterclass. This, Another this masterclass. Was, oh, I don't know. Whatever training or drugs or tantric meditation that uh, Roman did in his off time before he came back as the tribal chief. Mm -hmm. uh Pay that man extra. Yes. Because whatever went down, like to get him where he is, fantastic storytelling work is going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, this absolutely. wasn't a traditional Hell in a Cell match with all of the Hell in a Cell set pieces. This was like, this was a story. This was like, this is what wrestling is often. This was a story that had combat elements. Yeah. Like there was nothing specific about getting beat on that you're like, oh, that was so vicious. Everything that was done had a purpose. Yeah. Everything was meticulous. Everything was detailed. There was a motive to each and every single action in that ring. And oh my God, the like Roman Reigns has some serious, serious acting chops. He looked like he was working through some stuff. And did not want to be there. And he's like, I, I don't want to have to kill you. I don't yeah. want to have to. But you could just see he was just like being pushed. And he's like, 
I'm gonna have to kill him. I'm gonna have to kill him. Yeah. No, uh, but it again, it was another like <clears throat> I wouldn't say it was a squash, but you knew who was going to win. Yeah. But the big part was trying to figure out how they're gonna get from point A to point B. My, and uh, it was it, it my was favorite moment. My favorite moment was when uh I think at one point uh, uh Jimmy, right? Yeah. Or yeah, uh, there's too many J's with little Jimmy's and Usos. Yeah. Uh Jimmy Uso came in because uh Roman was just uh, getting ready to murder him. Yeah, like basically treat treat the metal steps as a guillotine and take and, Jay's head clean off. And uh I, the officials had all run in, all the the backstage geeks had run in. And what's great is you saw them convince Roman to leave. This uh-huh. wasn't before like he was literally about to murder him. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh he was he was looking like he was fixing to leave. He was like, "All right, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll leave." You know, so and then he got to the, he got to the door and he just goes, well, "Ain't nobody leaving now." And he just closes the door. <laughs> I was just like, "Dang!" He's like, "All in here with me now." I guess we just gonna close this door. I was like, "Oh, just yeah. those little moments." Like that was this was another one of those where I don't know if this would have had the same impact with a regular crowd because they would have had to like muffle the crowd so much because there was so much dialogue going on that was crucial to the story that they were trying to tell oh and speaking of which with all that dialogue that was going on someone at the sensor button was oh they were they were either sleeping sleeping. or were specifically told to go like go take a break because stuff was getting through either just try to censor it that way you know we don't get in trouble but but censor it. Whoever but, is like apprenticing the censorship button, they were in charge that night. Yeah. Cause well, I counted. It was like two S bombs and one F bomb uh in that match. But it all like I think what what was it? Jay had Roman down on the floor and he's like, You want me to quit? You want like you want me to quit? It's like he knows that Roman was definitely not going to quit. Like yeah. 110%. He wasn't going to quit. And Jay said, I, like, I know you, you ain't quit S. And then he's yeah. like, I'm going to make you quit. And then just wails on him. Um, there was that really, uh, there was, Oh, there was a point where, uh, that it looked like he had choked Roman out. And they were yeah. convinced. Oh, oh, sidest of sidebars. Because as I'm like picturing it in my head, I'm remembering Roman Reigns had an Infinity Gauntlet on. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. Had, he had a gold Infinity Gauntlet glove thing, and I was like, "I nice touch." Yeah. Um, no, he had choked him out, and they were convinced he was dead. And it was just so funny because like Roman's laying there, and they're like, "He's out. He's out." And you just see, "I ain't quit," and he just like. Yeah. Shot up like someone saying like ah he's gonna quit it was like that thing where like you say the hero's a wuss or whatever in an anime and they're just like I ain't quit yeah. and yeah. he just like jolts to life and Jimmy or Jay just like oh, just, oh yeah just reflex he's like he had to like panic put him back into the hold yeah I will it, say um there was one major injury that happened uh during that match and it was the ref. When uh, oh, Roman when Roman threw him over the top rope, apparently yeah. he didn't hit anything to like try to stop, and they never went back to that ref. They never shot that part of the the uh, the ring anymore. So well, that ref died. Well, <laughs> apparently he he's in stable condition now, and his son took to Twitter saying that he was going to hurt Roman. So okay, go right ahead. Did you yeah. not see what went down? Go yeah. right ahead. That turned into a, a strap match at one point. It did. It did, and that's where like the choking came into play. But dude, the the looks that Roman shot Paul Heyman during that as well. Paul oh. Heyman. Ooh, that- Paul Heyman. Like he has been selling this really well too. And what's great is this is exactly what we should have had with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. 
This is 100% exactly what we should have had for Brock Lesnar because they drummed him up as he's the priest and I can't stop him. And but it always was obvious that like, yeah, there were some times where like, oh, he's out of control. He can't stop him, but but he would. And, you know, no matter like even when he was beating him down, Paul never looked like out of control or like, oh, this isn't what I expected to happen. He was always like, huh, I knew Brock would do that. Yeah. Paul genuinely looked as if he was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah. Because he, he genuinely monster at this point. He genuinely looked like I am just I'm about to be accessory to murder. That is, yeah. I have, I have accepted this as my lot in life. Yeah. Um, he looks yeah. so scared. He looks entirely like he looks out of his element. And yeah. never say that about Paul Heyman looking out of his element. Even when he's like trying to do something, like you know, that's like Paul Heyman's zone. This all together, no, no. Paul Heyman is like regretting every decision he's ever made. He probably gave a call to all of his loved ones and he's like, guys, I'm about to go to prison. <laughs> he's like, I just want to let you know before things get out that I love you. And it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And like, that's why, that's why I'm saying, and we'll continue to always say like, you know, this is what we should, this is what we were all hoping for, uh, for Brock Lesnar. And we didn't get that. We just got, Oh, he always wins. Like you can make an argument that Brock Lesnar always wins in this is, or uh, Roman Reigns is always winning in this as well. But yeah, it, he shows why he's doing it, though. Mm-hmm. He's not just hitting the five moves of doom, or in Brock's case, the two moves of doom. Yeah. Uh, and then calling it a day, high. like yeah. he's just beating the the daylights out of people. Yep. And uh, now he's truly like wreck everyone and leave. Like that's and it. As much as I don't want this story to continue with Jay constantly defying Roman, I want this to like let's finally get the bloodline going. Mm-hmm. They do still technically have an out that uh, that Jay didn't quit on his merit that he quit to save Jimmy. Yeah, and I like that. I I really did generally like that. Jay didn't qu- Jay didn't quit for himself. Jay quit for someone else. Yeah. Um. One more thing before we stop talking about this, we can talk about this match for. This the was entire such podcast. A good match. Yeah, yeah, this is such a good match because this could be half the podcast. Yeah. Now, one big moment was when Jimmy came into came in to make the save, and he was like, "Hey, this this ain't Jimmy. This ain't Jimmy. This ain't Jay. This is this is John." Oh, yeah. 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 He used his real name. Yeah. Real- oh, okay. He's like, dude, come on, stop looking at us like that. I don't know whatever you're going, whatever's going on in your life, but we can help, man. We can fix you. And yeah, Roman's pacing back and and dude, well, and Roman he broke down. Tears, like, yeah, he, like his eyes watered. He was like, I don't know. Who, he said, like, I don't know who I am. I yeah. rewatched this match. It was so good. Yeah, He's like that I don't know alone. who I am anymore. When like, we're talking about uh, excellent acting, bro. Yeah. I legit believe that, like, oh, we're turning him back. Look at this. We're turning it. And then he proceeded to murder Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it was a double down. Like, you thought, okay, so we're going to build Roman to be a tweener. And then we just w- went deeper. We went further into it. He's a we went, injured yeah. wrestler. And it's like, oh. We, okay. we went straight into, like, he'll murder whoever he can literally get his hands on. And now you uh, know. It doesn't matter if you're blood or not. If you if you don't acknowledge Roman for who he is, he will murder you. I think what's interesting too. If they ever do decide to bring Samoa back, yeah. They can do that angle of like choking people out and like prove that's how you prove your dominance, because that's what Joe's known for doing. Yeah. And so that that that's how they can they can weave that in as well. Now, the the ending was also like a very, very big scene with some of the imagery, not only with Paul Heyman presenting uh, the belt to Roman and holding it above Jay and Jimmy as they like basically cowered in fear. 
Yeah. But he was met by uh, Afa in uh, Sika. Yeah. Uh, the so, two heads of the, the Samoan tribe at the moment. And they basically, it, it was a, this was the true coronation. Yeah, this was the true passing of the torch, you know, yeah. moving to the head of the table. You know, we are the village elders, and even we, you know, are like, nah, it's him. Yeah. Like, we accept him as our uh, breadwinner. And, yeah. Like, it, it, it like, it was all of this good. was all about family. And I absolutely, I, I live for this feud. This feud is right now my most favorite feud. Uh, favorite storyline in yeah. all of wrestling. All like, of I, it. I, I'm mixed in that. Like, I would be fine with it either continuing or moving because, like, I'd like to see something different. Because as much as I love Jay, there's only so many times where Jay can, you know, just get torn up and us be like, yeah. "But he might do it next time." Um, <clears throat> but like, if they were like, "Oh, we're gonna move on," you know, something else, I'd be like, "Oh man, just like, hmm, yeah." It's um, it's gonna be great. I know when Jimmy is cleared for cleared for wrestling again, he's gonna have like his bit in it. But as of right now, the bloodline is starting, and I'm 110 percent for it. Give us give us that faction. I, I want the faction for that. mainly because yeah. uh, Smack SmackDown needs factions right now. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Um, so. Any other thoughts on on this master class of wrestling? It was just a fantastic match. Yeah, that um, that was at the beginning. We got it at the start. Yeah. Um, next up was we we wanted to pump the brakes a little bit, give it because we know what we were getting ourselves into. Oh, we um, pumped. They they brought out Elias uh, versus Jeff Hardy. This was the one that I uh, I feel like barely even qualified as a match yeah like it, it started off okay and then the dq finished DQ, yeah yeah but i mean that that's all that needs to be said it wasn't it wasn't good but we know why it was there and and spoiler they're still kind of continuing it yeah well of course um because uh, kind of spoiler not really spoiler we're recording this post raw we normally record on monday nights and don't see raw but this is post even that yeah. Um and they're they're still at each other. So Yeah. Yeah, it's it's still a thing. Um next up was the Miz defeating Otis for the money <sighs> in the bank briefcase. Uh so, we'll take a moment of silence uh for another fallen tag team. Well, I mean, honestly, that tag team was already broken, mm -hmm. but now it's now it's for sure just split. Yeah. Um, um, and as as good as this match was and as decent as the story that was told going forward with it was, yeah. I still have sh I'm still very mixed on this. Yeah. Like, like well, I'm how's not that? sure. Well, so. You you had not made Otis a credible threat yet. And you'd used him as a gimmick. And we can all be honest, as much as we love Otis, him winning the title was for shock value. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You you just had him split from his partner and be on a different brand, split from his love interest and be on another brand, and then had that ridiculous like Law and Otis uh segment. The the lead up to it was weird i, I you, like the law notice but it, the i mean i guess weird. what i'm saying is like the entire lead-up was just like blow after blow after blow being thrown at otis mm -hmm. and then you culminate it by just hitting him again yeah and that's like that i i don't know like that seems counter to how a baby face should perform at a pay-per-view with something that like that that he's got yeah like I don't know, you know. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I like it and I don't mm -hmm. like it. Just well, because maybe they, they realized w what they had in Otis wasn't what they wanted. However, they did give him a cool new theme. I, I love his. I love oh, Otis's his, new theme. Otis's new it's theme is great. It's yeah. a shame we'll never hear it because he is buried. Let's just be yeah. honest. Yeah. 
Um, like he I might have curious. a little thing. Yeah. He might have a little thing with Tucker, but given that the next pay per view is uh, Survivor Series, the literal only way that this can happen is if both of them get on different teams, or yeah, both if they're on the if they're on Survivor Series teams, and I oh. just don't see that happening. Can I just say this? I want to just say this. What's up? They are making a big mistake not allowing NXT on this. Mm. Yes, but flight counterpoint. Okay, go for it. We got that last year. Yeah. And it was it was great. The oh, problem really great. was the problem was everything turned into a triple threat. Yeah. And as great as that is, as, as annoying as Survivor Series can be, Survivor Series is about brand supremacy, which is mm-hmm. the better of the brand, which won overall. When you throw a third in there and it's triple threat, you start basically saying like, uh, like not this one's better than this one, but like, well, this one's not as bad because it got pinned by this one. Yeah. Not, not that like it gets kind of confusing when you're trying to sell the the atmosphere of who's better, red or blue. When yeah, you yeah. have yellow pin blue. Does that mean that blue is weaker or that yellow is stronger? Does it matter because they're never gonna see each other again? Like it it was a really, really neat concept to have all the champions and all the brands fighting against each other and everything like that. But it also kind of like made the pay-per-view really messy because of the fact that it wasn't a clear cut, you know, oh, red had more than blue. You know, it was like a two, three, two split and you just barely won this one as opposed to the others. You know well, what I mean? If, like, if I remember like last Survivor Series, like it was it was a runaway with NXT. Like they took full advantage of all of this. And then again, also, it could be the fact that uh, around that time they had that whole incident in Saudi Arabia. So mm-hmm. they they took an idea and they ran with it by having NXT invade. Oh my God. You know what? I just want to say something that I never thought I'd say. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) COVID-19 for canceling the international pay-per-views. Well, not the international pay-per-views, just Saudi Arabia. I, that's, I like that's the, what I'm like saying. That. Like, yeah. well, I'm talking about like the ones that clearly are exhibition matches. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, COVID nineteen. And we'll ad- <laughs> we will address you as COVID nineteen for this. Well, it's a different day. Yeah. It's a different model. We don't do the usual. Yeah, bingo. Um, um, yeah, no. Yeah, thank I, you, COVID nineteen, really... <laughs> for ruining the super show. All I know is that they're they're not giving me Oscar versus Iro Shirai versus uh, the. The other uh, person. The other person, which we'll get to in a moment. <laughs> but no, well, you know what? Tucker, Tucker defied Otis. Miz has the belt or has the uh, briefcase. I'm excited because the Miz is back in the spotlight. Okay. But I, I have, I have this weird inkling in my head. Is it because and, it feels like you've seen this exact scenario before? Well, no, no, no. It, this is going to be because is it because the next pay per view is going to be in the exact same location that the Miz originally held the belt, and that the champion that he could potentially cash in on is the exact same person in the exact same location? Yeah, but here's here's the thing. I don't think that's going to happen. But I just want to put it like this: I've been going back to Law and Otis. I've been going back to the other things. When Otis came into the ring. He had two things with him. He had a briefcase and he had a lunchbox. I, I think okay. the contract is in the lunchbox. I said that. I think we said that in, in the group chat. I was, yeah, I, I think I mentioned that in the group chat, that that's the one thing I hope actually happens out of all this. Is that Miz has an empty briefcase? Yeah, that Miz goes to cash in and the ref opens it up to confirm. And he's like, Miz, you can't do this. The contract's not here. Because and so, I, and I, then that's how, the that's how we can like continue the program. Like, yeah. The money because later the on. Briefcase, the briefcase, not the contract, but the briefcase. Like, yeah. I want to find out the verbiage of it. But. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's just it. Because, like, they said that, like, it was for the money in the bank briefcase. They never specifically said it was for the money in the bank contract. Yeah. They always kept saying 
that he's got that briefcase now. He's got that briefcase now. Yeah. So, so if that happens, I, I'm I'm happy with it. I just want to see Otis like after Miz fails and to get the title, or <laughs> I see Otis come in with that lunchbox and he just opens it. There's the con- he's like, oh yeah. No, then, <laughs> no, no. Oh, what? here we go. Go for it. Miz goes to cash in, right? Yeah. And he goes he he goes to cash in and he thrusts the briefcase at him, at the guy and the guy's going down to talk to the ring, you know, the bell ringer to like discuss and everything like yeah. that, like he's cashing in. At that moment, Miz and whoever he's cashing in on just do this big huge top rope move. Mhm. That like is this explosive huge move, but it like in, hits, you know, it's one of those that like both men get hit from yeah. it kind of thing. Yeah. And that's when the ref goes, uh, Miz, like he's trying to tell the Miz who's just kind of at it, like, Miz, you can't do this, can't do this. It's empty. You see, it's empty. And that is when Otis runs down. Yeah. And he cashes in on the opponent that Miz was trying to cash in on. Yeah. And then he wins it and walks off. Now, the only flaw in all of that we'll we'll get to also in a little bit because I, I I have I have thoughts, but let's just move on since there's other there's other stipulations, other things that uh, we got to hit before we talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, with that next one being uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship Hell in a Cell match, second match of the night, and this one. This one was a actual fantastic. Hell in a Cell match. Like this is what you would have expected to see yeah. in a Hell in a Cell match. And it was Sasha Banks going over Bailey, ending Bailey's like was it over a year long reign? She was. It was at least a year. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. No, it was uh, fantastic. I saw something on Reddit where Bailey, I mean Bailey, uh, Sasha never did the same Meteora. Uh, oh like, yeah, she always like, added something to it. Like it's a kick off the ring, or it's like from the top rope, or it. it there are different ways she utilized it, and it was it was beautiful. But that that was a really great match. I enjoyed it. There was more storytelling in that match, um, and I think I think we're gonna get that long feud into WrestleMania with those two. I, I just see it. The only thing that was in the back of my mind is like, what if Charlotte appears? Because she hasn't been on programming in a while. Yeah, so, I mean, she's confirmed on a brand. So, I mean, it's yeah. definitely possible. Yeah, but I'm glad she didn't because the focus needs to be on those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but fantastic match. Absolutely enjoyed it. Like, there, other than like the, some of the singles matches, the main, the main, um, Hell in a Cell matches, I loved. I loved it. There was, yeah, there was no, I mean, so like. Like, I know which one is the weakest out of all three, but that's not saying, like, the other one was weak by any means. It was just the one I liked the least, but. So, you know, we had three Hell in a Cell matches, five, uh, you know, main time, whatever you want to call it, main uh, things or whatever. And, um. like I think the I think the obviously the exhibitions were weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, one was weakest and almost should have been its own pre-show match. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just gonna say it. Uh, swap the pre-show and the Hardy Elias match, and you have a slightly improved program. Yeah. Because a title was actually defended. Yeah. And the Miz Otis fight was at least like for a title defended yeah. like that so wasn't an actual championship but you know yeah, but there there was an opportunity <clears throat> to yes. cut in the front of the line so mm-hmm. yeah no no i understand something that. of value was being fought for yes exactly um but yeah uh i i can't say enough those those two women they they upped the ante on that what, and they made what it I liked, yeah what i liked most about this was you could see uh, Sasha's progression into how she was planning on winning the match. Yeah. Because at the start, anytime she caught Bailey with a weapon, she'd toss it out. Yeah. 
she'd throw it out. She'd slide it out. She was like, no, we ain't doing no weapons. Yeah. But then as it went along, she was like, I'm going to beat you with a weapon. Um, the only thing that I thought was weird was towards the end, <clears throat> Bailey had this weird thing where she spray painted an X on Sasha. Yeah. And I was like, uh, that's a little, little weird, little out yeah. there, but, uh, it was it was it made sense but also it didn't make sense yeah i guess is what i would say i i didn't mind it just because i just felt that it was progressively getting to a point and that point was like the signal is like all right sasha go for it i i I have poked the bear and poke she did because sasha now has the belt sasha Mm -hmm. finally won a Hell in a Cell match, and they no, made it. A, that's they, true. They they made it a point that Sasha Banks has been in all of the women's Hell in a Cell matches since they started doing it, and she has not won any of them. And this was her first time, so mm-hmm. I I'm pretty happy for it. Yeah, I'm. I have zero complaints about her winning. It was mm-hmm. time to pull that trigger. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you have a built-in cooling off period. Because in Survivor Series, you know, it's just going to be a exhibition match against the the Raw, and yeah. I mean, Sa- Sasha Asuka can can slap, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, <coughs> absolutely. Uh, so it's nice that you don't feel like you have to immediately build the story for the immediate rematch, right? Like you, you do have like a little bit of a break uh, in between, <laughs> but there's a grace period where you can build the champions match as well mm-hmm. as build her coming back for it. Still, they're denying me Asuka, Iro Shirai, and Sasha Banks. I just want to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. that was going to be a great match. Yeah. I just want to see Asuka and Iro go, uh, Io go at it. Is Iro find a uh, uh, avatar? <laughs> Uncle Iro? But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Io Shirai and Asuka in the same ring fighting one another and then Sasha also being there. Um, like, all three of them fantastic wrestlers. I I would have loved to see it, but I am more than happy with seeing Oscar and um I almost said Becky Lynch. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> make that happen. Yeah, Oscar and Becky Lynch. Let's do it. Um, bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Get better. Um, well, I mean, I don't. She's not sick. Get better. Get better soon, Becky. Get get baby out soon. Get get baby out soon. We we got to see some stuff. Um. So this next this next match was basically a filler. It was just uh like this was the match that I didn't like. I just didn't care about, but I understand why they put it in there because it's the bathroom oh, break. Oh, I'm just gonna throw this out here. I completely forgot this match existed. Yeah, Bobby Lashley and Slapjack. And <coughs> what's Slap- okay? A, a pimp named Slickback. What's worse, the fact? Okay, I'm gonna give you three three scenarios that like made up this match you tell me which was the worst that they i guess we're going for okay was this <coughs> okay here let's see that do this what's worse the fact that retribution was hella buried that one the fact that ali is acting like if he gets touched he will crumble also that one or the fact that this had all the markings and makings of setting up another fiend thing that they that where they keep, you know, he keeps interfering in between the th- the two groups, and they just didn't. It was just a match, and that was that. All three of them are horrible. Absolutely. All Why three. would you have a title match where, as they were making it, we're like, well, we know it's not changing. Mm-hmm. And then you got like they even said they even said which the one in the back that doesn't matter ah slap head slap jack slap jack that's the one slap buried, slap Maddie they buried him all night yeah and then he gets the hurt lock which barely looked like it was locked in and that was just doom like that yeah. was it yeah I I just I don't I I didn't care about it uh they shouldn't and have then, done it. And then all of Retribution shows up because that was the thing. It was supposed to be a one-on-one match, you know. But as soon as the match was over, all of Retribution showed up and four members of Retribution could not topple one Bobby Lashley. Yep. Didn't. I, I it didn't wasn't even that. like 
It wasn't even like he was holding them off. He was handily dealing with it. And then the Hurt Business showed up. So, like, you're basically saying that them as a group is not even a credible threat to one person, much less the other faction. It it doesn't really matter to me anymore. Honestly, this, this even hurt the Hurt Business because you're basically saying, like, this isn't a group. This is Lashley and some folk. Yeah, I just I don't care about retribution anymore. I can. I I'm still holding out hope because of the fact that they have Mustafa Ali and they can do something with him. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, yeah, I don't actually like. I'm not threatened by retribution at all. Yeah. yeah. Even like, who cares? Oh, retribution showed up. Cool. I'll, Throw I'll, a slinky at him. I'll, I'll wear a mask and I'll be retribution. But I mean, I could probably put up at least some sort of offense. It's just ugh. Beefy bicep. Why um, even bother? That's no, I, I feel that. Why even bother? Well, they needed a pee break for the main event of the evening. A third Hell in a Cell match, which, like I said, it was the one I liked the least. However, yeah. it was a really good match. Um, it was Randy Orton defeating Drew McIntyre. Which... I guess, apparently, if you just demand rematches long enough, you finally get it. Yeah. Which kind of really rubs the whole, like, you don't get a rematch clause thing into the ground. But apparently you can just keep demanding matches and eventually you'll get lucky. Now, the reason why I like this match the most is because... or do. I do. Or... Okay. Well... You you originally said this was the weakest of the three. Yeah, but... The big reason why I like this match is not because of, um, like, oh, I guess it is because of the outcome. So with Randy yeah. winning this championship, it tells me one thing and one thing only. Edge at WrestleMania. Allegedly. Allegedly. But if, <laughs> if you even edges, want that, though. Oh, gosh, Yes. I would love for that to happen. My issue with that is when you stop and realize, oh, it's Edge Norton again. Yeah, but I mean, they had a really great match at at last year's WrestleMania, although it was a bit long. It was it was a bit long for my taste. Yeah, it was like 48, 48 minutes. It was nearly like a quarter of the show. But I, I loved it nonetheless. But with Randy Orton winning. You you do set up a couple of things because yeah the Miz now has the briefcase and yeah um like Orton has a title in his hands again you could set up Miz Orton you could set up uh, Orton Edge like there are a couple of big things there that you could do with Orton being a champion however. I- you could see Drew just getting it back like next paper or not next paper, the pay-per-view after that or interfering in the match with Roman, which could be a big, a big deal because Roman's like, you know, you don't get in, you don't get in my way. So wherever you well, are, I'm after you. Even though the flip side of that yeah. though, is that even with all of this, mm-hmm. We're forgetting that the that there's a another credible threat in the background. Injury uh, to Orton. Oh. Uh no, uh the fiend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because they did some really good, nice kind of foreshadowy business on uh, on the Raw. On Monday Night Raw, where <laughs> you know, Alexa Bliss more more officially uh came into power or came into play. And they had they had a moment where she was like, but it's okay. I get to interview Randy Orton later. And, you know, you could just see Brave just be like, oh, that that man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I appreciated that, that uh, they were they kept that continuity going. That it's like, oh, he's champ. Good. (laughs) So. Like the match itself, it was a good match. It was 
Hell in a Cell match. I only had one complaint about the match. Was and that was top? They built that whole going up to the top thing just for a shot for for a shot, a low blow shot, and then they went right back down. Yeah, I'm like. Why do this whole thing that harkens back to the original like Hell in a Cell moment and then just don't? Yeah. No, if anything, they wanted to try that cool camera where it was like kind of spanning the top of the Hell in a Cell, which I love shots like that. I absolutely do, where it just spans over the top of the cell. Oh, for sure. But it's also like do something up there. Yeah. Play play with the, oh, is he going to go through? You know, yeah. like, not just, like, go up there, pipe, crotch shot, moving on. Yeah. That was that was not my favorite. Yeah. But Everything I loved, else was decent. I shot. Yeah. Everything else about the match was decent for a Hell in a Cell match. That mm-hmm. just seemed didn't unnecessary. Yeah. No, I feel that. I um, definitely feel that. But um, I didn't watch Raw. You did? I didn't I didn't live watch it. I I Twitter watched it. Okay. So what I guess now we're getting to what the end of the show? You would say? I mean that that was the end of the show. Well, no, I mean like of the uh the quick pap, like we're Oh yeah, the 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 fast uh explosion. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean it was a it was that was the thing. It was not a match heavy pay per view. Yeah. But on the flip side, as much as I like quantity, Before I'll take quality. It's I'll like, take quality if this is the quality minus this the, is this is a show that you could actually write home about. You and, know what this was? This harkened back to when pay-per-views were brand themed. Yeah. Like you remember it used to be like this was a raw pay-per-view. This was yeah. a SmackDown pay-per-view. And what that allowed is <clears throat> you didn't have a you know metric ton of matches yeah you didn't have the various brands running into each other yeah and you had way more time to build the story going into the pay-per-view and this one this one was about what three hours long yeah well i mean i think it i think it was the normal mark because i remember you know we were going to the last match and we were like oh dang are they really about to wrestle for like 40 minutes and they did yep yeah like the thing about the the Drew McIntyre match is that I actually that was that was the match where I felt it went on a little bit too long because I just at that point I got a little winded. And I oh, was I just, just remembered. Like, I'm not super thrilled with the way they ended that match. Yeah. After having two other pay per views where Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre beat the stew out of each other. Yeah. Including the Amos match. It just ends with an RKO. Yeah. Like <clears throat> we spent the entire two or three months showing that like that's not all that it takes to not take him down. Yeah. You know, he had to hit like four RKOs of varying degrees, levels, and sizes in the ambulance match alone. But because it was a match where you could be pinned, <clears throat> countered Claymore kick into RKO, and apparently that was enough. Yeah. And I was like, ah. It's not even like the RKO targets the jaw, which I would have believed. Yeah. If he had did a move that targeted the jaw and it's like, oh, that's what took him out. It's just it's it's the RKO. Yeah. Swap swap the RKO with a punt kick and it would be believable. If you if he punted him 100 percent, I was like, he's out. Yep. But just doing a move that has been proven to be kicked out by Drew McIntyre. And that's how you use. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like that. Yeah. But like I said, it was a good match, but it was the weakest of the three Hell in a Cell matches that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because you had the, the major story and then the major, like, yeah. friend, friends turning enemies payoff. Yeah. Um, with that being said, uh, Raw, other things have happened. Uh, as you alluded to, Alexa Bliss and The Fiend got their sights on um on Randy Orton. You you have uh um, they're setting up Survivor series. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be a thing. For some reason, the men have to qualify. The women 
the the tag team champs just get to pick. Like they've already chosen four of the member. Well, no, they chose all five. They chose all five of the women's uh, raw team mm-hmm. last night. Okay. And that's what was silly is that we have three men chosen. Uh, AJ was leader, and uh, it's AJ, uh, Keith Lee, and somebody else <coughs> that I can't think of. Repo Man. It's probably Repo Man. More than likely, um, it's Repo Man. But they're having to actually like have matches to see who qualifies, and it was like, ladies, uh, you two are in. Just get me a list of who else you want on. Yeah, and and so it's like <coughs> it's Naya, Shayna, uh, who are the two blondes that always walk around with each other now? Dana Brooke and uh, Mandy Rose, who are, look nearly identical now. Uh, but <laughs> what I appreciate is that WWE has now leaned into the joke so hard that it's come full circle. Yeah, Lana is the fifth member. Yeah. Because she accidented into the win. Yeah. Because she was thrown out and everyone beat each other up. And then she came in and just got a pin and won. And then when they were celebrating, Naya put her through her table. And so at, at, at that point, you're just like, really? But since yeah. now on the like, what, sixth time mm-hmm. that she's done this, it's circled around into, all right. I'm okay. It, it's, it, it's it's not a Lana match unless she goes through a table, I guess. So. Yeah, like and we're circled around to like, okay, this is like not really funny, but like I, I, a little chuckle, a little heh, yeah, a little <laughs> exhale of breath. Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, so I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, that because it's not even like during the match she went to the table. She had won, was celebrating with the other members that had won. Yeah. <laughs> And Naya was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Through a table. It's like, going to happen. going to happen. I was just like, all right, well, we're, we're past this being hazing, and now it's just a running joke. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was it. Not, everything else was, like I said, just set up for uh, set for up for Survivor, Survivor series. series and uh, Retribution just continuing to get uh, buried. Yeah. I feel that. Um, I, any, I, any other... I don't want for them. Any other thoughts? No thoughts. Uh, Everybody who is listening to this on Wednesday, uh, tune in to TNT tonight uh, because I believe it's our boy Cody Cody defending the uh, (coughs) the TNT championship against OC again in a lumberjack match. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. So also, I will always. promo for my boy OC and they're getting a neat match type to go with it so now here's the thing I am I'm at an impasse because I want to watch NXT Halloween Havoc yeah that's where it really gets tricky yeah you, know, you can do like my three months setup that I could watch both it's really weird to think about the fact that they're going to have a Wednesday night pay-per-view essentially yeah I mean, it, it is and isn't, but like it, it is. It's Halloween Havoc. It's Halloween Havoc. Yeah. It's Halloween but. Havoc. Like, I'll. <coughs> you know, have you, to really think you about know it. I told I told a group that I was in that's another wrestling fan group because mm-hmm. they were all like that segment last Wednesday. But you know, AEW has won the war. AEW has won the war, and I told them like, um, just so y'all know, if a ghoul comes out holding a pumpkin next Wednesday, the war changes. Yeah. Yep. I'm just going to let you all know that. Just, on when the that <laughs> just when you think that AEW has the answers, NXT changes the questions. Right? So, like, I'm not, I don't want to be a WWE shill until next Monday on at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on twitch.tv slash Space Card. Definitely tune in for the town hall debate. Is it seven uh, or is it six? Uh, it's six. So I said seven, seven central. I meant seven, seven eastern. eastern. Yeah. <clears throat> six there central five mountain four pacific yep but there it is three, that's that's three hawaiian or whatever i don't that, know that's that's the thing that <coughs> cross omelet du fromage this was it yeah that's the greatest french phrase i've ever heard yep it's yep. the only one i know other than so, we, uh, 
Thank you for joining us on this very scatterbrained episode of uh, the Quick Pop Podcast. Uh, admittedly, I'll I'll be honest because I like to be honest with my viewers slash listeners. Uh, not on my A game, but that's mainly just because it's not the usual time, and so my brain is not in that mode. Yeah. Uh, but you know we're there. Uh, we're killing it. We're consistent uh any last thoughts last statements last sentences um no i actually have nothing this time sure. okay then well i got nothing uh if you're still listening make sure to like us on facebook follow us on twitter at quick Popcast. follow us anywhere uh follow me follow jake follow ron uh, uh well, if you're 18 or older if you're 18, if you're or, 18 older. or older for the love of god if you're 18 or older on ron Sorry, asterisk on that one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> I will kick out minors. If I find uh, out you're a minor that's following me, I will remove you. Yeah. So don't do it. Don't um, do it. And then make sure to subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast uh, things because, uh, you know, I like I like hearing from you. Uh, let us know what you thought about the Hell in a Cell, uh, you know, contest of of cages. Yep. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, we like to hear from our viewers and listeners. Uh, so if you like to drop in the Twitters or the Facebooks or the Twitches what you thought about uh, Helena Cell, we'd love to hear from you and we might give you a little shout out on the following week. Make sure to tune in next Monday. Uh, we will be having our first town hall debate in the spirit of election season. Uh, mm. Me and uh, Jake will be debating a little bit yeah and uh, i will stand as a moderator of uh the event <clears throat> i've already been crafting a couple of questions for both of these uh gentlemen we have uh we have the uh face party and we have the heel party <laughs> i th- i don't know if i want to given what we're going to discuss i don't know if i want to Give what I'm discussing the face and what he's discussing is the heels. That okay, seems, so we that seems we, a little prejudgy. Okay, so we have the Titan party and we have the Jaguar party. All right, I can live with that. I can live yep. with that. Um, <laughs> well, Titans are bigger than not. Anyway, um, no, definitely check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yep. Wash your hands, brush your teeth. Uh, wear a mask. Uh, Come your children. Come. Don't. Mm. Lice. Mm. It's a real thing. Do that. It is cold. Kids are sharing their hats. Tell, tell them about lice. Uh, yep. Always stay informed. Wear a mask. Cover your mouth whenever you cough or sneeze. Don't um, talk to strangers. And uh, look both ways before crossing the street. Yeah. Uh, and remember to uh, respect the chief because he's at the head of the table now. Yeah, he is at the head of the table. <clears throat> Roman Reigns is our tribal chief. So as they say in uh, Ireland... You're our tribal chief. As, as they say in island language, Otawatatisia, uh, <laughs> which means I'm stuck on this island. How do I get off? Bye! Good night! <laughs> Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.